war is inevitable. But then I was like, well, I'm not going to pick it up because nobody else picks it up. You've made the right choice. We should have grabbed some brew. Time for Marcin He spectated zombie because he's just like running into walls. Baron Heel is a skill shot. Split push. Victory is ours. Howdy, folks. Welcome to. Welcome. Well, welcome, welcome to, to Skip Push. Episode 65 of Split Push. No longer a console perspective. Oh, so, I know. We lost yeah, that tagline. We've, we've yeah, uh. We did. Moved off the island here, and uh, are mostly all now on PC, although there's still some consoles sprinkled in. Uh, but along with me here today is my good buddy, Yuki. I have the plague from Beagle's computer. Yes, you do. I'm sorry about that. We'll talk later. Yes, we will. <laughs> Papa Yuki's gonna get gonna put you in timeout. Uh, I know. It's gonna be a, a sore ass for this one. But also along with me here today is... My oldest and unwisest son, Dirtnap Dan. Hey, he got it right this week. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Guy's out of town. And, well, you heard Beagle's computers at Yuki's, so, um, yeah, she's not with us here tonight because her cat likes to destroy every pair of headphones I give her or earbuds, so, well, damn that squirrel. <laughs> it's a cat named Squirrel because he's got gray fluffy tail like a squirrel. But anyway, I digress. And a very special guest that I'm thankful to have on, finally. It's been too long. It's my good buddy, Fro Double G. Hey, ladies. What's up? I got, I got, a, little, I got a little wet. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I was just saying, you know, I appreciate having you on the show. You know, I mean, we're both original whammies from the old Defend Middle Lane days. Yes, we're sir. PS4 buddies way back in the day. And then, you know, uh, we both got busy doing podcasts, so uh, why don't you tell uh, I think it's our been audience? like three years of whammy, whammy dome. Yeah. Or something like we, that. Because we yeah. were like the top, we were the, like the first three uh, uh, community section responses, I think. I wasn't in the first couple. I didn't, I didn't catch them on until their, their first episode with Duke, but I made up for lost time. Mine were so well written that even when they had too many to read, mine still were. <laughs> and that got Brian in trouble. <laughs> uh, I laughed really good that day. That was, uh, I was cracking up laughing. I was actually merging into traffic at that point in time, laughing my ass off. <laughs> as, as Matt was reamed into happiness for reading yet another Dirt Nap's dad <laughs> response. <laughs> uh, but Fro, uh, you know, why don't you uh, tell our audience here a little bit about yourself and, uh, you know, what you've been doing here. You know, I know you got your own podcast, you're Olympian, so, well, I don't want to spoil all the goods. I'll let you do that. Uh, yeah. Um, well, to start off my Smite career as in general a little bit, I started as just a fan, a whammy, of the VD2 podcast, and then when they decided to... Uh, move away from smite a little bit much like you guys we we decided to make our own little smite podcast and from there you know got got a few listeners and then 
after HRX, uh, I'm actually, I think it was on the way home. They posted about the Olympians and I was sitting at the airport and I was like, you know, I'm going to fill out my application. And I just sat there, filled out application on my way home from HRX sitting at the airport with my wife. And I got lucky enough to have Duke Sloth basically say, Hey, check this guy out. That's yeah. That that's was, I remember that. I, that was really cool. Yeah, dude. He gave us both props, yep. and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's no right." He gave way. you two, dude. Like, dude, we were both in there. I was like, "High five! That was so great to see." And you know, like my personal, some of my personal smite idols call you out like that. That was a great feeling. Yeah. God, what yeah, did we do next year? Cool. Are we still PS4 players? How does that work? <laughs> no. Crap! I got to play some PS4. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That island has faded into the rearview mirror. Yeah, and so, you know, even I play a little bit over on the uh, Xbox and PC side now. Still mainly yeah, PS4, because I'm the PS4 non-Conquest Olympian. That's the one I end up yeah. getting. I, I, I wanted to apply, because, okay, my top game mode is Assault, but right behind that, I like Conquest. And I wanted to run for the Conquest one, but I'm like, there's just no way in hell, because... <laughs> There's, there's just no, no way, way in hell, hell leaves call. Fuck this game. I'm out. Yep. No way in hell I can stay in this Discord call. No way in hell. <laughs> there's Fro. <laughs> Your bot Maybe. keeps kicking me out. <laughs> so Fro, as you were saying before we got so pleasantly distracted. You're an Olympian and stuff now. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty much so. I'm an Olympian now. Got it for the non-conquest because, you know, I didn't think I'd get it for the conquest, which is fair. But. Yeah, it was really exciting. They actually flew us down to uh, Alpharetta, right next to Atlanta. What was it, like two, three weeks ago at this point? Got to see a lot of these changes that were in the patch notes today. Uh, it was really cool. Got to see also like how the inner workings of everything went down. Is it hard not spilling the beans? Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> it is so hard. So dude, that's, that's probably one of the worst aspects of it. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, that's one of the reasons I'm glad it didn't happen for me because I'm like, you know how hard it would be with my kids to not like, like, sorry, <laughs> you're not. Eagle was literally melt down. She melted down because Yuki said she had gifts to give with her computer. <laughs> she literally like melted down for like two days and was like, I want to know. I hate their private. <laughs> and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, then you would not appreciate this because Smite 2020 is ruined for me already. I right. mean, don't get me wrong. It it's sense. fucking amazing. Smite, big things coming. Like, 2020 is going to be hype. But yeah, right. But it's so hard not boy, to just I be hope, like, this I, is what's happening. Oh, my God. Yeah, I really hope they got a few things that they didn't tell us about. So, like, <laughs> you know, I got something <laughs> to enjoy. Oh, like this, uh, like the, always uh, has a couple curves. They, they mentioned, uh, and I'll, I'll bring it up a little bit more in the the collective community skin, like that. We we roughly talked about them, and nothing was confirmed. And it's cool that it's like, yeah, they actually did something without like. Granted, a lot of the changes they don't ever tell us. Like, hey, we're doing this. They're just like, hey, what are you guys' thoughts on this? Okay, thanks. Right, right. That's still really cool, though. Yeah, that would be a really cool experience. I'm or, sure. or sometimes, like a lot of times, they'll be like. This topic, give us your thoughts, or in other times, they're like, they will come out and be like, these are our proposed changes. What do you think? But a lot of times, it's just like, you know, general subject, go. Right. Yeah, because they, they, they get honest things out of it. 
Yeah, it really seems to me like it's been a huge benefit for the community, though. Like, if uh, to me, it feels like it's a better pathway to communicate from being the player and getting over, you know, problems or concepts to the company. I I feel like you guys have been a a, a tremendous bridge. Well, yeah, yeah it's a e- lot even just easier. for a lot of the little things, I feel like it's nice because, like, um. For instance, you guys hit me up about the the Kakulin Aphrodite with Lotus Crown thing. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. no no one in my friends group play either of those gods except me. So, for the most part. So, I, I didn't know about it, right? Because I never had both right. of them on the same team and actually, like, paid attention enough to realize and blah, 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 blah. And so I like I've asked them. I'm like, hey, I don't know if this is known or not, and they were able to be like, yep, that's known. So I was able to come back and tell you guys that you know, hey, it's known. So let's say, for instance, that wasn't you know you guys, because I know you're not going to go around like talking shit or anything like that. But if it wasn't you guys and it was someone else, right, and they never got the answer on whether or not it's work, they're going around saying, oh, fucking smite busted fucking game developers. Look at this bug that they got going on. They don't even know about it, and it helps cut a lot of that back too. Yeah, like there's other things. We had the thing with there was a weird interaction with Rom that Dan was that or something we noticed like a little while ago. I just I just messaged you about it. Uh, but also like I know there was a big push for the Baron, and I'm gonna start the drum because Olerun is not considered a healer in assault. <laughs> His heal but, really does suck though. It's very it, small. So so does so does Guan's. Yeah, but Guan can actually boost his and have a much, much smaller CDR and a much bigger range. It's like twice the yeah. range. Yeah, like, I don't know if it's super noticeable. It's just one of those things, it's like, I get that he's not a healer, but... It, like, Everyone's I, standing around him in a circle gaining health while we're standing in a circle wishing we could. <laughs> yeah, I get that, but, but it, it would that. feel really bad to get a Hell versus Ulleron. Ulleron? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would just yeah. feel. I mean, against I mean, like a Guan, fair, that's it's... a fair comparison. Don't get me wrong. Even though Guan does yeah. heal quite a bit in my eyes, but yeah, not, especially not Guan not heals deceptively a lot. But you also have to play around him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not being able to boost his heal, like you know, with some of the mage-based items, is like kind of sucky. But oh, it was the thing about I the think, uh... the Dragon Empress, the Nox Dragon Empress skin, where we could we were in an assault and we could see zero animations for ninety percent of the game. Oh, because it's so light-colored yeah, and uh, salt yeah. is so bright? Yeah. I was having a lot of... I've been having a lot of issues recently where I can't see people's basics. Sometimes people will full-on, their whole character model will just go invisible. I'm glad and you like, actually just told me. me that it was the assault match, because I brought that up, and they they were like, ah, don't seem too bad. But now that you mentioned it's assault, it makes a lot more sense. So I might have yeah. to tell them yeah. to take a look at the color comparison on that map. I just yeah. remember, like... I was watching Yuki's screen while I was dead, and, like, nothing happened, nothing happened. Nox all exploded in his face, and he was, like, behind tower. She was in front of it. And I'm like, where did that? Okay. And then, like, another point, she dashed through our team, and I literally had no clue because I couldn't see it. Yeah. How about Murrican's game the other night? Oh, oh my god, Fro, you're going to love this. Uh, <laughs> I might have a screenshot for you. It'll take me a second to scroll to it. But uh, Murrican on Xbox loaded into a game, and the entire map was completely black. 
Really? That's impressive. Except for tower. Except for tower lines and <laughs> structures, I think. I have maybe a screenshot. It was so great. Oh. Watch every time Dan died, he spectated zombie because he's just like running into walls. Yeah, we played this whole game out, by the way. You have, I just want so, everyone to know. Which way do I go? Do you have a match? I, I was, like, was it like that the entire time? Yes, the entire, the entire match. Time. And we won, by the way. I just want to say, me and Merrick and backpacked with no vision. Do you, ha- do you have a match ID? I would love that. That would be great. I don't know if we put that in, but probably, but I will check. Yes, send send uh, that my way. By the way, anyone listening, yeah. if you get anything like that, send it my way. I send all that shit directly over to Titan uh. Forge. They you know, match IDs help, screenshots help, videos help, any any of that stuff. Collect okay. the data. Yes, match exactly. match IDs I do not are have gold, a match ID. They really yeah. are. But that, that, in video. Just put, that in a video, because a lot of times people will that's be like, what, what happened see, here? All right, so I, I, I got a real quick for instance see. for you, if you don't mind. Well, um, go for it. Hachiman ult. Hachiman ult, right? You can't fire it until someone's in your range. But it is possible, and I had someone send a video, or someone sent this to the Olympians, and like, hey, Hachiman ult fired and did no damage. It's bugged. If oh, you yeah. slow it down and look... It actually is because how it works is Hachiman was able to fire and start the firing animation with someone in the range. That person leapt, became untargetable. So Hachiman's already starting to dismount uh, to come off and never actually fires an aerial arrow. Also, and that if is you go behind that can a wall, Hachi ult won't hit you. Yes, same thing. Ymir pops yeah. that last second mm-hmm. ult or wall or something like that. It's That's exactly what's happening. And he reported to us look we got a bug and we were able to because we had the video you know and and flare boots the guy who really does this a lot uh slowed it Mm -hmm. on down and he's like oh nope this is what happened it looked like here blah 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 and of course wombat will come in who are wombat wombat or clumsy they're both some of the like developers They'll come in with the technical aspect of it and be like oh yep there's actually a point zero you know point one Zip. fire yeah. pre-fire post-fire or yep. animation duration uh they come into all that technical shit and all that so yes By match the way, IDs I put videos, the screenshot please. in the group chat all right okay yeah that's, that's how what he, he the saw the entire game <laughs> and the only reason he can see the ground there is because it's within tower line what the <laughs> fuck yeah he literally, like, Hold up if you here. click oh, on let me, it... Let me turn this shit sideways on my phone here. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just see blackness. The entire map is blackness, okay? But he can see through walls forever, but only if other people are in other people's vision. So he can't see them anywhere, but he can see where they are if someone else sees them. So alone, he died a million times. Oh my but god! He... As soon as it got to the team fight phase, we won because he's fucking Hades. Could you um, could you imagine if he had Giannis? Uh, <laughs> just... Oh, it was. Oh, Giannis oh, might be OP. I'll, I'll he could actually see the walls. <laughs> yeah, Giannis can see the entire side of the map. I'm gonna aim. ult just so I can see the wall. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is there a wall here? Hold on, let me put a portal on it. Oh, yep. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's great. Fuck but yeah, that was, that, so was um, that was an interesting match. I can definitely say. Yeah. All right, let's move along. <laughs> so games this week. Okay, I have one right now. Ready? Uh huh. 
that set game that I played in Assault just a minute ago. Oh my god, dude. The backpack? You, you, the you, backpack you, was on with the chest straps, the belly straps. It had fucking survival tools hanging <laughs> from it. It had a mining helmet with a light attached. Dude, I was going in. 24 kills is set in Assault. I started off with Hiding Urchin because well their done. team looked terrifying. And um, I just immediately bought Bloodforge after that. <laughs> or no, 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 no. Okay, never mind. That's right. I sold boots for Bloodforge. I bought Soul Leader right after that. And that's when things started getting screwy. <laughs> I got so many triple kills and quadra kills in that match. It's a little obscene. Yeah, it was... I, I literally loaded into that match like... Guys, you know I'm a terrible set, right? This isn't going to go well. <laughs> and apparently, I have spoken too soon. Because, holy crap. We had an Agni that literally didn't know how to use his stun. Like, and, like, like genuinely. Like, quite literally. Not, not trying to be a dick, literally. But, like, literally didn't know how to use it. And then an on her who, any chance he got, impaled someone out of our CC. <laughs> As you do, is an on her. And I'm like, okay... The Onher did like 12,000 damage total by the end of the match. I did 50,000. That was a fun match. And the enemy team was a Chalk, Anubis, Scylla, Ulleron, and a Kepri. And the Ulleron was kicking ass. And I yeah, didn't their appreciate own team played really well. Yeah, didn't appreciate how hard that, that Ulleron was hitting me and how often. He needs to get worse at basics. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, that was my game. That was awesome. That was so much fun. Yeah. I, I think uh, there was two games before. There was one. Crap, what was one? Oh, we played so many things. Um, so Your many Sylvanas games. game was pretty fun. Yeah, the game before that was hot Sylvanas pulls. We had a, a an Athena who could hit them taunts, so they'd get taunted, pulled, and rooted. Yeah, and Athena didn't waste any time. She threed waited taunted so they would just walk into it perfectly in time as it went off like she was playing really well and then we just augmented that perfectly it was really fun yeah we just, i forget we should... who i played in that one i played bastet i think been playing fafnir horus because i want to try why does horus do so much damage um <laughs> that's just not okay actually like actually horus support solos me all day long yeah, he does a and lot of damage he does a lot of damage like Literally, post-level 2, I will not leave my fucking tower if there's a Horus on the enemy team. Well, I think a lot of <laughs> people forget up. that if he hits you with his knockup, the wing gust does more. So that, yeah, And then like that, after that he hits you with his prot shred and then that, it's like, yeah, oh my god. Just he chunks. just over half-life me in, in, yeah. in two abilities at level at level 3, level 4. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. wasn't, it, it was not pleasant the first time I fought that. No. Oh, I want to talk about the the conquest we played a few days ago. Uh, where I ended up, uh, where we weren't queuing with a full team, so I changed from uh, Phil uh, support and Phil to uh, what was it, jungle and hunter? Yeah, because you weren't there, Dan. So I I had hunter and jungle, and it put me in jungle. I jungle Najad sixteen and two. Oh hell yeah! yeah don't I love me some Najat. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, dude. Yuki's Najat is sick. If you allow him to not have to build like a guardian too, ouch. I'll carry. I'll carry any mode, man. I don't, I'm AA. I'm doing it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to carry a game where I get ten plus kills and we win as AA Najat. <laughs> AA Najat would 
Are we talking actually. like Fatalis, Stone Cutting, Aussie, XE? No, that shit um, would hurt. I'm I'm thinking more like um I think it would work good. You could go like Crit. DB at the end if I really wanted to, but Crusher is too is too good to not make miss. Yeah, that's uh, all okay. Yeah. Would be fine. yeah, that's really good. Like I'm looking for, I'm looking for the attack speed, but a little bit of balance. You know what I mean? Honestly, I would throw Aussie. Tr- maybe drop the uh pick up the Aussie instead of your yeah. Hasten. And then maybe look at Atalanta's somewhere in there if you can, like sixth item. Yeah. I think Atalanta's I very under. I would end up going uh, Crusher into Boots into probably Stone Cutting for me. I think Stone Cutting would be good on her. Because if, mm-hmm. if you get a couple of bops off and ultim. It would just make that final hit of your chain just annihilate. Honestly. Yeah, but on the same hand, you sash all, a lot of times and then you don't get the benefit from that. Right, I've- but he is saying he's going AA, so you know. You're right. You're right. Yeah, be able to stick to him. You're looking for more than just the sash alt combo. Yeah, yeah. Which I can do all day long. Give it the half second pause. Wait for the beads to come out. You know what? I've up. seen Yuki and other good Najas do that pisses me off because I don't want more people to do it. Alt then when they sash? sash my guardian. No, no. They sash my guardian, and I'm like, oh, I'm good. He sashed the guardian, and then all of a sudden I'm turned on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm like. Bro, can you not hit skill shots, please? Like, stop. Yeah, that dude, I've, I've gotten really good at just just working my way to the back line to get somebody out. Sash out ring the guardian. That way, it slows and prot shreds the carry. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh, I'm good. He just ring taught. Oh my god, I thought he was gonna. Oh, you. Uh, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. See you guys. <laughs> Going to the graveyard. Heartseeker is really fun on him, too. Get that Heartseeker, Crusher, Deathbringer combo on the alt and just delete somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. Hydra, she's got, not she, Naja's got, like, two really good AA cancels in her kit. Yeah, the ring and the sash. Well, and the heal. Well, the ring's not the best. The sash and the heal, for sure, though. Yeah, the the sash is really good, because you pull, you get the auto. As long as you're holding it down, you get the auto before they can move. Yeah, unless they have DRs, of course, which just screws Naja completely. <laughs> yep. That's kind of my game, just doing support things. The support life. I haven't gotten any games in since <laughs> the last time we recorded. Life's been busy. I actually only had one night of gaming, and I, I, I did some Civ Six with a good friend of mine. So, um, yeah, I, I, I had a good Civ game. That's about it. Hell yeah. But, you know. Just definitely, my podcast, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, just my podcast, and I'm definitely going through a little bit of smite withdrawal because it's like I'm really been enjoying playing on PC. I'm mildly surprised that my convoluted way of playing works enough to, to play the game. And you know, like we mentioned last time, uh, you know, Dan came down and was watching me for a little bit. He's like, "Like, I don't like you. <laughs> How does that work?" I mean, I play in our matches like. Part key, part controller, part mouse. So, yeah, don't even everybody ask for, always don't asks even ask. about that though. They're always like, "What the fuck?" Yep, <laughs> you bet. Yeah, I don't know how exactly that works, Yuki, but uh, in the end, thing. you know, interesting stuff. I can't wa- I can't walk with WASD. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't either. I just so I walk maybe with an in, in Minecraft. Yes. Uh, in a game where I'm fighting for my life and trying to snuff out others, no. no. <laughs> Put me on the moving with the mouse. I've been having fun with that. Yeah. 
So, uh, Fro, any hot plays this week, man? I actually haven't been playing as much Smite as I usually do and have been going through a chunk of skill decay. Mm-hmm. I've been getting fragged. Honestly, most of my games, I've just been getting shit on. Uh, we took a week off for our bye week last week, and our first couple games were hell on earth. Well, I took, mm-hmm. let's see, the week I went to uh, high res, I didn't play much that week, or, or the week that I came back, and uh, let's see, I didn't play much last weekend because I went down the river, and yeah, I've, I've just been busy myself as well, but um, uh, played a few games as Ryzen. he's fun. I like Raijin. Uh, we wish Raiju jumped as much as Zeus Lightning. Dude, uh, sometimes I feel like Zeus Lightning is fucked up. Like, it doesn't it doesn't jump like it should. You know what I mean? Zeus Lightning confuses me because I don't think it's even in the tooltip, but it always focuses minions. Does it? Um, yeah. yeah like, it'll... if you throw your shield and one combo with a god and a wave in it, it will always jump to the wave and not the god. It'll jump to the wave first, yeah. But I think yeah. is I I I could I do wonder about his range sometimes. Because sometimes it seems like the lightning makes an unreasonable jump. And then sometimes it makes a very reasonably unreasonable not jump. See, I'm more if like to me sense. a lot of times it seems like it just doesn't jump like it should. Like it's way too short when I bounce it off the shield. I think the shield has a weird range. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. But then after that is when I'm like, what? That reached me? Yeah, because I've had ones like where it's it like a god, next yeah, to the shield and it doesn't jump to him. And then I've had other ones where the thing's like, I bounced off a god and you're halfway back to tower and it still jumps to you. It's like, okay, here. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about there. But it's hard to see with those when you can't see targeters and stuff like that. Yeah. It's also hard to tell because it's perspective, obviously. Right. Yeah. I know I've gotten pretty good at dodging it at times. Like, all right, you know, uh, I know it only hits so many. It's not like the fucking ring toss where it's going to go through everybody. You know, like it, and then back. it's got that limited number and, you know, just hang back a little bit. Let them, let them think, you know, I'm going, but nope, I held back. Aha, you just hit all minions. And then there's times where I'm like running out to tower and... You know, I'm not even in sight of people yet, and it fucking bounces off me. I'm like, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? Right. There's no one even around me. Like, Zeus is in the other lane. What's even going on here? Actually, I literally have seen it where Zeus was in the middle of an assault lane, but it jumped perfectly from person to person to person to person, way back to me under tower, and it killed me. And I was like... You know what? Oh, Today's just not my day. Tusky Boar. Today's when just Tusky not. Boar does that, I get irate. I hate, but I <laughs> oh, hate, yeah. okay, I love playing with the abilities that bounce, right? Because I like Zeus right. and Ryzen and Artemis and the Ja. Like, like, I got, oh. I literally got all four of them guys diamond, but I can't stand playing against it. Oh my God, does it right. frustrate <laughs> me so much? It, it's just frustrating that why do I have to take damage because you suck at dodging? Right. That's, I feel that. That's the frustrating part. Like, because mechanically, I'm not the best, right? I'm not, like, I like yeah. playing carries, but I'm not the best. <laughs> but I do know same. I can juke. Like, I'm really good at being able to juke most of the time. And when I can't do that, shoes. because my ally got hit and I just auto get hit, it's so frustrating for me. Or oboe. Oh, good lord. Oh, another yeah. one. <laughs> Again, and I love building oboe. <laughs> Again, yeah, I love building oboe and watching you guys squirm, but when you do it to me, it's not fair. 
Just saying. What what is the range on on chain lightning? It's not in the tooltip. Yeah, I was gonna say there's not a lot in the Zeus tooltip, honestly. I don't know. At Flare Boot, he'll have a better idea. <laughs> I'll find it. But yeah, One but basically I've just played that. a lot of assault this week. Got a I'm a big fan of a healer, so I usually try to grab up the healers every time I see them. Gotta hell. I'm still gotta not Afro. level fifteen. Oh yeah, you're Dernap's no count. dad's still trying to get to <laughs> fifteen bad. for assault. Dude, the last time I played it was solo Q night, and I just couldn't get the wins until I broke out the big boy Kumba. And then I picked up a couple, but it was just like, oh, you know, I got half a level. I got three quarters of a level to go yet. That's that. That level fifteen feels like it takes a second too. I'm not gonna lie, oh, especially when you're close to it. Twenty nine feels like it takes forever. Yeah, 29 yeah. does take forever. It took me like three days of constant playing, basically. And I was winning a lot of games. I mean, realistically, well, it probably does take more XP, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think they should do an update for Chain Lightning, that like with Raijin, with the Raiju, where it has an AoE around where it's going to bounce. Maybe. I wouldn't mind it. I don't know. I, I, yeah, honestly, I think it would and it wouldn't change the ability at all. It would just be... I think, the they should do, I think they should do that for all the chain abilities. They should do that for all the chain abilities. Just let me know after the first bounce. You don't got to tell me every bounce. Just let me know where yeah. the first yeah. one's going. I don't want to see a big fucking huge targeter bouncing around, but, yeah, but to at least one... see like, okay, if I hit that one, it will bounce to him. You know, that would be cool. Yeah. Hey. It might be a clunkily sized circle though, honestly. You know what I mean? Like pretty big. So I don't know. Maybe they don't want to make someone a targeter that big. Nah. I don't I, know. I'm just curious. I have to look, I have but to... Speaking of uh, annoying things, I've actually had to play against Lokis again. I, oh, dude, oh when you God. brought that up earlier in the Discord, I'm like, dude, it's funny because, you know, I've been playing for so long, my account level was so high that if you saw a Loki, it was like, whoa, that's rare. You know, and it was somebody was just because <laughs> he had 20 stars. You know, but. I've actually had to play against him again recently. It's like, oh, you know, I got to remember all my Loki defenses. All right. Yep. All right. Good. He's dead. I just, that character's so weird. Yeah. We played against, I played against one like literally an hour before we started recording. And. Yeah. So did we. I was in an arena and there was a new wa on the enemy team and a Loki. That new wa would hit me with a combo and she was really good with it. And Loki instantly would just do his little shit and kill me. And I was on Cupid and it's like, okay, here. But okay. I also had a Ganesh going full damage and a Cerberus who could give a shit less about peeling or like body blocking or anything supporty. Peeling? peeling. What's peeling? I well, I mean, Cerberus doesn't really do a hell of a lot of peeling, but <laughs> no. he does have a he slow. He can at least run at them and breathe on them or something. Yeah, he, does right? have a slu- a slu- he does have a slow, a stun, a knockup, and a displacement. I mean, the knockup and the displacement are both attached to ult, so you can't expect that on a regular basis, especially not in arena. The stun's hard to hit, so I mean, reliably a, a slow. <laughs> a slow if you're lucky. <laughs> and yeah, even that's know. kind of a small targeter, so... Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta be at the right distance, too. You can't be close to them. Yeah, for the stun. Yeah, that's the other thing that's a little counterintuitive. Usually as a you know, guardian, you're kind of getting up in them to displace them in service. You kind of gotta take that step back. Yeah. I love that little backstep, though. You just backstep while they're running away, and then you hit all four, and they either die or get stunned, and you go up and bite their butt. Yeah. Give me that ass. Well, we, uh, 
We got a hot patch note this week, don't we? We got a new god. Yeah. Goddess. So we're going to talk this week uh, not about the whole uh, update. We're going to focus here on the long-awaited and often requested for Persephone. Queen of the Underworld. Ooh. And a ginger. I'll tell you what. I was watching this today, and I was like, at first I'm like, like they kind of like talked about it. I'm like, will you just show me already? Because I'm not like, not sure I'm picking this up. And then they started showing it. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, well, that's kind of cooler. Like, oh, this shit's dope. And then they got to her alt, and oh, that looks you like it's going to be fun. Dude, chaining people to the wall. Looks yeah. yeah. So fun, dude. She's gonna be a terror when you see her in the monster in the jungle. Oh, she's yeah, gonna like, be she's gonna be broken. <laughs> her, her zoning is gonna be so good. You're literally gonna look at the enemy team and say, "Sit there and watch me do fire giant right now. Sit right. there and squirm while we do fire giant." I right think now. it'll be solid, <laughs> but I I don't think it's gonna be overpowering. I think you know there's enough. No. Uh, you know. If there's multiple people there, the basic attacks are going to chew through it pretty quickly. You got anybody with attack speed can get through it pretty quickly. But, it, you know, it's still going to do its job. The fact that it's a global presence and comes at you with that screaming skull. Right. Is what I love the yeah. blend of life and death, like plants and yes. death. It's so beautiful. Because right. it was underappreciated in Baron, because a lot of people forget Baron's the god of life and death as well. But yeah. people just see mm-hmm. him like all death because he's got skulls everywhere. But it's like, no, that's why he's got the healing and the brew and the, yep. the staff that looks like ass claps. And like, yeah, I think they yep. nailed it on Persephone, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. A- I, I love her like overall character model, too, with the, the whole plant and death. Like everything yeah. looks really cool, let's especially get- her basics. Oof. Yeah. Let's get into her kit here then. And all right, we'll oh. hit it up. So Sorry, I probably with... derailed that. My bad. Please, nah, right. derailing is what like... we do here. So uh, her passive is pomegranate seeds. Uh, Persephone gains pomegranate seeds when her harvest plants wither. If she has more than twenty-five se- seeds, she can spend these to resist death, continuing to fight for eight seconds, but dealing fifty percent reduced damage. Additional seeds are sold when she enters the fountain for three gold a seed. Persephone can hold one hundred seeds. Whew. So it's yeah. it's not a monstrous amount, um, but I've been saying since they kind of revealed this shit, why why do mages need more gold? <laughs> because oh, yeah. mage uh, items watching are expensive. Them play that out today, it, it's not going to be. It's not going to be big. It's not going to be. Big. It's not going to be huge. It's going to be a nice little benefit, and it it will reward people that are actively using it, like yeah. and and thinking so, about it, and processing it, and doing it. So Pros. I've been. Yeah. Pros are gonna love this, but in my opinion, you're gonna effectively and like in like by the time you get to full build, probably only use this fully like seven times tops. Yeah. Tops. Yeah. And seven times mm-hmm. seventy five. I'm not gonna do the math right now, but I know seven times fucking ten is seven fifty. So yeah, not a hell of a lot of gold. It's not really no. that much gold. It's only a T one item, you know. But yeah. I think it's very nice. I love when passives are light enough to accentuate or to help get them through. And I think this will help get her to late game. Kind of like a yeah. Hachi passive. Um, like, yeah, it sucks that you ain't really got a passive late game, but it really helps right. get you there. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, her basic attacks, um, I've, we've been begging for this for, for, we were begging about this when we first started playing. We're getting our second AoE AA God. So Persephone's basic attacks have an AoE upon hitting a target that activates nearby harvest plants. Yep. Um, so if so, you plan, go ahead. Right. And the radius is 7.5 units. Um, now, I didn't get a chance to watch the video yet. Does it, is it just a general, is it like Sylvanas autos where it's a proper AOE? No. So what is it, it is just for the plants? So what it is, is Persephone puts plants down kind of like uh, Vulcan puts turrets down almost, but it's ranged. Right. If that makes sense. Yep. yep. And if he, she hits a god with a basic that's standing within a certain area of them, it okay, will activate so them. All right. Um, and then her one is Bone Rush. Persephone calls forth a skeletal warrior of the underworld. The warrior charges forward 35 units or until it comes into contact with a god. It charges with such force that when it stops, it topples, sending bones flying forward de and dealing damage to enemies in its path. Um, and in its skull, plants. Yes, I will. I can read the rest of this. <laughs> I know. I was <laughs> just being... de -de 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 -de. Yeah, um, and yes. so the skull from the warrior flies forward and becomes a harvest skull where it lands. So that's pretty sweet. The damage is 100 to 340 plus 80%, so not a small chunk. And 12 second cooldown cost is 60, scaling to 80. Um, I like this ability. It reminds me of Medusa 2. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's oh, like it, very much so it's like, like Medusa like a, 2. It's like an Alpwash 1 meets a Medusa 2. As far as yes, how yep, it travels. exactly what I was going to say. I'd love how it explodes at the end into pieces. I think thematically <laughs> that looks cool. It's just one of them it's like... Hilarious. It's hilarious. It's very comedic, yes, but it's very appropriate in the way it's done too. It's not like a cheesy mm -hmm. comedy. Uh, yeah, I, I never got did, to... Uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, one thing that they pointed out with it is, like, if you're strafing, it doesn't stay with you. Like, when you fired it, it it stays kind of where it's at. So it's kind of like one of those things where it doesn't come straight out from you. It goes from where you were when you fired it. So even as you continue to move, so it looked a little wonky with that, but I think that it it's still going to be pretty, not too hard to hit. And also the, the explosion damage is considered instant. Okay. Right. Yep. Uh, basically it's one of those abilities where you can throw it and walk away, like turn away. And it will still go the correct direction. It won't, like... Like an Uller 3. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Just like that. Yeah. Are you so, uh, No, I was... I didn't get a chance to actually watch the video. Or watch the patch right. notes. Well, I mean, I watched part of it, but I didn't get to watch the Persephone part. I watched the actual, like, nerfs and stuff. Um, I was mm -hmm. taking my kids out on a bike ride. Hell yeah. But, uh... Doing that... If I if this ability is cleaned up in kind of the way I envisioned it when I saw it at the summit, I, it's got to look dope. Because we saw like a rough bit of it, but it, like she wasn't flushed out and her look and everything, a lot of rough right. textures. Mm -hmm. Like I'm I'm excited it cool. for it. It looks really cool. Yeah. So her uh, two here is harvest. Persephone places a skull on the ground, max ten, so that's actually a pretty decent number, uh, and activates them with basic attacks. She stores up to six skulls. When activated, it heals Persephone. After four seconds, it turns into a sprout that explodes, damaging and slowing enemies. After 24 seconds, it turns into a flower that chases down enemies for three seconds before hitting them. And enemies recently hit by harvest take reduced damage from additional hits stacking three times. After activation or 120 seconds, they wither. 
So the heal is 20 to 50. Or sorry, 22 scaling to 50 plus 10% of your magical power. So not monster, but pretty good. Um, the explosion is 60 to 260 plus 70% magical power. The slow is 30%, which is pretty big. Uh, the bite damage is 70 to 290 plus, or plus 80% of your magical power. Uh, reduced damage is 50, scaling to 87.5. Cost is 18 to 30, and cooldown is 8 seconds. Um, that's a lot, that's a lot packed in. A big well, important thing here is there's plenty of room for skill. You can, when it goes to bite, there is a slight delay, so you can juke out of the uh, frame and stuff like that. So it's not like it's, you can outrun it and, and so forth. So there, there's plenty of opportunities to dodge that attack. It's not like an instant uh, automatic hit. Right. Um, the thing I have to say about it is, kind of when you're looking at all these effects you're like what the hell but you got to realize that it only does one of the three things yeah, obviously it's not barren so it's not barren <laughs> where it does everything <laughs> barren um, bloated af oh yeah. hell yeah i still think he was supposed to be a guardian but uh, uh so her three is flourish persephone floods the ground under her with life giving energy that propels her from the ground directly forwards or backwards based on the direction she is moving. Uh, harvest plants inside the area immediately grow to their next stage and activate. After using this ability, the next harvest cast is pre-germinated and spawns as a sprout. Range is 45. That's a pretty good leap. Uh, cost is 70 and cooldown is 15, scaling to 11 seconds. Lots to talk about here. Um, yes. It's a leap. We have a proper leap on a mage. It's got really good range. 45 is no joke for a leap. Can go and over walls. It, yep, can go it, over walls. It's one of the only, I think it is the only leap in the game where the damage and effect happens from where you take off and not where you land. Correct. Uh, neath backflip. Um, okay, second. <laughs> well, that's also... I forgot a, about her. It's been a while. That's not a proper leap, in my opinion. It's, neath backflip It's is, not, because... I think it needs Weird. some love. The fact that it can't flip over walls, but... Or at least an Odin cage. Yeah, but on the same hand, you can still get a Wheelix pulled. Yeah. That's true, honestly. Yeah. I feel like if they want to make it not go over walls, she at least needs to be untargetable. Yeah. So, on her jumps here, though, when you go forward or backward, you can go over walls, as long as there's a spot to land. So you gotta be careful. Some of it's kind of a blind you know, leap of faith, per se. Yeah, yeah. if I you're mean, backing into a wall and you just hit your dash hoping to God you go through it and sometimes you don't, you just jump up against the wall and face plant. She <laughs> is face plant because yeah. she is only plant. the second character in the game that has a leap and talking of speaking of me here has a leap that goes backwards with you looking forwards. Mm. Like be, just being able to keep yeah. eyes on a target while you're trying while you're escaping, like especially through a gank or something is pretty big. I don't think anyone else has got a leap like that. A couple of dashes. Dashes, yeah. Like Rom Dash. Um, who else? Who else has a dash like that? Both. Uh, Achilles. Ah, oh, right. Achilles has a directional dash. Both. Too. Yep. Both, yep. yep. How could you forget mm -hmm. that, Yuki? I know. It's been too <sighs> I think long. That's it, though. Yeah. So, and the, and they're, uh, those are all dashes and not leaps. Right. So, yeah. I mean, and she uh, grows and activates 
So if someone comes in a gank you, you can jump you can jump back over your plants to have them activate and the next one you cast is going to be a sprout immediately. Um, no, no, no. Then, you put them down ahead of time and yes. when you jump away, whichever way you go, the plants around you grow one stage and activate yes. immediately. And after using this ability, the next harvest cast is pre-germinated and spawns as a sprout. Oh. Yeah. My bad. Both right. But yeah, no, that that is awesome because you can get the heals, you can get the explosions, and you can get the plants running all at, all out of one shot. So if you got a big farm around you, probably don't I want to go after her. I already got a feeling in six months we're gonna have the same opinion of the the Persephone's who throw a seed out and then quote unquote backflip and then throw out another oh, yeah. seed, just like when you see a Neath walk up and backflip and go, oh boy, uh-huh. didn't see that coming. Watch oh, out. Watch oh. out, oh man. <laughs> yep. And then her oh, grasp of death. Persephone death. conjures a mass of entrapping vines that she throws forward, entrapping the first enemy god or wall it touches. Entrapped gods are crippled, rooted, and have reduced attack speed. <laughs> Binding vines then spawn from the entrapped target that seek nearby gods. Upon, f- upon finding an enemy god, it binds them, crippling them and preventing them from moving away. And trapping vines are destroyed if hit by five basic attacks, ending all effects. <laughs> so the big thing that I loved about this is imagine you're a dog tied up to a chain and you're at the end of your chain running around in circles. That's the farthest you can go from the center of the alt once you're tethered. But if you move closer, the the leash just shrinks. It doesn't oh. go back out. Oh, yes. man. That so if you awesome. walk towards that person that is Persephone alted and the vines are on you, you're only limiting yourself. So the first thing you have to do as soon as that all hits is run away from each other as far as possible. Jeez. But then you're stuck, right? Yeah. So then you got to destroy it. So it's like this this weird twist of do we destroy it fast enough or do we like just spread out in our little corral right. and hope to God someone doesn't hit a five man. Yeah. With five auto um, attacks, I feel like it's hardcore just going to blow it up because that's yeah, really, really be. low. Yeah, I think it early game, be. early game, it's going to be a problem. Late game, the hunters should just be able to chunk it in like two and a half seconds. In my yeah. opinion, I could possibly foresee her alt getting kind of like a Kumba passive thing where the later in the game it goes it takes like a hit and a half a hit more per level or something like that just to make it more viable in the late game i mean if you give it we'll see obviously two points additional points per rank i guess no because they'd probably want to keep it at five for rank one so give it like three per rank so you'd get what additional three times four twelve yeah maybe that's a little high maybe just two yeah, two, I was thinking you could go like two or maybe one. That'll take it up to thirteen auto attacks. You could do like fi- yeah. you could do like five five, like six six eight or five five seven seven ten something like that. Yeah, so, I mean, what Kumba gets Tens up to lot. like what is it twelve? And his is yeah, and you get and you get fragged super by super easy late game. That's why I feel yeah. like, especially when like you're looking to hit the hunter with this, anyways. Like, that's who yeah. I want to lock down. And then right. anyone dumb enough trying to come help this guy is going to get caught in all the AoE. Yeah. But also, this isn't a passive. This is an ult that has a bunch of CC, so... Yeah. yeah. But... You're right. 
So the damage on this ability, because it's a mage, is 195 to 595 plus 75 percent of your magical power. Vine damage. Vine damage. Vine damage is 65 to 165 plus 30 percent. The attack speed reduction, because it needed. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't even think about that with the basics. So attack speed reduction is 20 to 30%, which is not a small amount at all. That's only on the person that's in the center, though. Okay, so. yeah. Uh, so yeah. duration is 5 seconds, cost is 70 to 90, and cooldown is 90 seconds. It, She's nuts. Like, it's a lot of damage. Um, What happens if you kill the person that you hit with the ability? It stays there. Okay. Yeah. So you want if it hits a wall, a oh god, it stays there until the effect ends. Basically, yeah. from what okay. I saw, it, it is global in that sense that it will fly until it hits a wall. And, and even then... if the person in the center beads out, it will still the structure right. itself will stay. So you can just throw this down lane like a Mergle? Yes, like a Giannis alt actually. Well, Giannis goes through walls. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So not it doesn't yeah. go through so, walls. So like like but when Mark, they were you doing have to charge it. it the, this the just show goes. Today. Yeah, but I'm it just was, talking about the way it works. Like, Merc stops yeah. when he hits a wall. Yeah. From tier two, when you can, like, if you aim it just right, you can hit back beside the fountain. That's actually yeah. awesome. You could actually lock someone in their fountain for a couple seconds just for fun. Yeah. Like, ha- yeah. I, this guy's going to respawn in two seconds. Watch actually, this. You say that, <laughs> guys, that's going to happen on a lot of base defenses. Like, oh, you went back to your fountain to heal? Well, why don't you just fucking yep. sit there as we end? Exactly. Yep. Why don't you guys I was about just to say stick assault back there for a minute. <laughs> yep. Assault. They're, they're like, oh crap, guys. They're going to spawn any game, but they're going to spawn back up. And oh, all right. Kill the Titan. Dude, that back wall by Phoenix, that's where it's going to rock an assault. Oh, you went to go oh, run right. back yeah. there for protection? Why don't you just sit there as we kill you and your Phoenix? Yeah. Yep. It's so, going to be uh, fun. Thoughts? She's going to be a little more complicated to play, which I like. I also think that her numbers seem a little high. Like, n- not crazy, but they definitely seem high. It does take, a, in my opinion, a skill ceiling, though, to use the numbers. Yeah. Because you well, have to be really smart <laughs> about your garden placement to make sure it actually works for you at all. Right. I'm also looking at, like, the Bone Rush, because it puts down a Harvest Skull. Um, it's it's damage itself. The, the one has chunky damage. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't terrible. The Harvest Damage is reasonable. I think the bite could be, even though it, it, you know, it reduces the damage a lot, which is good. Cause a lot of times with these abilities, it's like it reduces the damage by 15%. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. But <laughs> 50 to 87 on sec on consecutive hits is good. It just means, it means you're going to get that initial damage, which a mage needs. But if you got 10 of these damn things out and you bop somebody with them, they go and bye bye. Yeah. Um, Magus. I'm thinking Magus looks like it's going to be good on her. Maybe it depends Wouldn't on how her easy deployables it is. proc it. That's that's a weird question. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a weird no, question. No deployables Pro. don't proc items. <laughs> yeah. So, well, sorta, of, because uh, Divine Ruin gets proc on the first hit of Vulcan's turret. Um, but yeah, for the most part, they don't. So yeah. All right. Wait, does it? That's bullshit. Yeah, the first hit only. That's actual bullshit. It literally says in the tooltip that it doesn't do that. Unless they fixed it or it was broken. That sounds more like a bug. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We might have to tell the Olympians about it. I haven't haven't looked at at it or paid attention to it. (laughs) At Wraithen. (laughs) At (laughs) Wraithen. At Wraithen, that shit. Uh, God, her ult looks like it's going to... Her ult's going to be big. Could you imagine, like, a Nox and a Persephone? 
just mm. like launching max range of looks at you. Like, could you just actually imagine the damage reduction plus the uh, oof, the CC? There's just so much team fight potential with that alt that it makes me squirm. Yeah, both in fear and in excitement. Hurricane's <laughs> gonna be a lot of fun. It'll be interesting to pick up. I don't see her flexing a lot. I don't think she's gonna be good at flexing. Like maybe think, like she could flex into solo with the sustain, maybe. But I don't think she's gonna I be like jungle, jungle mid. You think jungle? Dude, you don't want to fight her solo in the jungle. She's going to sit you that's in place. True. I mean, it depends, because she does need a bit of a setup. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, is, like, the only thing I'd be worried about there is the setup time she needs. Yeah. The, and the, you only but get a, then you only again, get if you're doing the it the entire game, and you're set up somewhere all the time, you know. Right, but how do you how do you know where the fight's going to be? Because the, the plants stay out for, what, 120 seconds, it said? Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, say you put you know, three plants on each side of their mid uh Yeah, yeah. But, then, but then you're, you're committing like, to all right, I dare you to mid. come in ever from that angle. I dare you to go get your red right now. You yeah. Know? You're throwing yeah. one that kind out of stuff. You're probably two, not the But she's staying mid. This. Yeah. I, she, could, I, she could be in solo. Um, <laughs> she's got a lot of utility, not big CC, but that ult. Um, what I'm curious about is we were talking earlier about like, you know, when you're when you got the Phoenix defense going on, you're going in trying to get the enemy Phoenix. Um, her kit defending is of outside of her ult. Like it seems like she's going to be a lane monster and a team fight monster as long as it happens, like where she's been. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, honestly, if I you're sitting so. in your base for a little bit, there's no way someone's getting in on the first try. If Persephone's playing well. Does that make sense? No, but- I, I get what you're, what you're saying, saying? But, uh, but like, what's the most you can put out? Like, if so, if you're at Phoenix and they come running up at you, you can use your one to throw a body out potentially. No, 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 no. I'm saying like you're sitting in your base this whole time. You're being pummeled constantly, like that kind of fight where like someone is always pushing a Phoenix or try. They're always just grouping up and trying to push this Phoenix. You know what I mean? Those kind of games where you're stuck in your base. All you yeah, have to do is just use your garden efficiently, and they will never get in. I don't. I don't know if you get enough plants out consistently enough. That's like I'm talking like numerically. I mean, you have six charges on a max of ten ability. That's a lot. Of oh plants. yeah, that's right. She stores them. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'm. In, I forgot about that right there. Yeah, yeah. that's all what right. I'm thinking. You know, like okay, you yeah, try yeah. to get in, and no, no, she's my... got three plants sitting on the front, and all she does is backflip. You know. "Quote yeah. unquote backflip away and they all explode." Yeah, again, my my whole whole train of thought was predicated on the lack of being able to get them out. And then, oh yeah, mm-hmm. six charges. So, okay, never mind. Take back everything I just said. Yeah, she's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, God, there's a real chance she hits like a fucking truck. There is a big chance that she hits like a fucking truck, and she's gonna be really hard to catch. It depends on the animations for flourish, how hard she's gonna be to pin down. She's not looking forward to it. She's not going to be fun to gank. Yeah, I can tell you that it's not going to be fun to gank her. It's not going to be fun to see that alt come screaming at you, (laughs) especially when you don't even see her. It's just you're like you're coming down the lane. I mean, imagine an assault. You're coming out. You come around that first corner, and here's this huge skull just ah right at you. I'd probably literally scream like if I wasn't expecting it. Like (laughs) you know, no, it'd be more girlish. Probably. Yeah. 
Also, her recolor is dumb. They made the ginger blonde. What's up with that? I, don't know. I actually thought the the recolor looked kind of cool. It looks really good, but she's a ginger, so I mean, superior skin default. I'm with Yuki on this. Gingers win. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dad, but I gotta take that side. <laughs> oh. Skin's great, but it is no. Her ginger. recolor looks good. Um, I like that the recolor is far enough off that it 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 really looks like a different character. Other than like the base model design, the colors with the green and there they got that's got more of that like um that life versus her default has more of the death look, which is exactly what they were going for with it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I want to know why it looks like Savvy Squint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it she does. has something to do with that, right? Oh, we're on to you, Savvy. We on to you. And now the news with Channel Four. <laughs> Hey everybody, glad to be back after missing the last couple of weeks due to an internet outage on my end, but nonetheless, here we are. Um, week one, we had SSG play Big Toss on Thursday, and SSG looked actually really good in the first game, and it didn't matter. They still fought a Big Toss in that set, and the last two games of that set were just not very promising for SSG. So Big Toss take a 3-0 win in that set, and then following day, SSG takes on Splice, the defending world champions, who had a little bit of a roster shakeup. Uh, they added in Scream in the jungle, solo troll in the solo lane, and of course they traded Sino during the first split to SSG, who moved Andy to the middle lane. That said, SSG did not look good at all in any of these three games that got played. Splice took a clean 3-0 set it's really confusing to me that SSG has a coach of Alpha Jackal who can't be there in studio with them, but they still have his brain trust, and he just hasn't been able to get this team to put everything together consistently, and hopefully they can change that going forward, as it's not looking good right now for them. That's it for that week. We have a couple of statistics for you. Uh, the shortest game was Game 3 of Dignitas vs. SSG. It was 20 minutes and 9 seconds. The longest game was 42 minutes and 54 seconds. The deadliest game, which involves the most kills, had 57 total kills, and that was Game 1, the longest game of the Dignitas and SSG set. And the mildest game, the game with the least amount of kills, was Splice versus SSG in Game number 1. Some of the player stats for you. The most interesting one to me is the highest KDA. Solar Troll, not trolling at all. 15-0-22. That means it's a 26-0 KDA, which is absolutely absurd. And then you have a variety of 14.8 going 7-2-45. And then Cyclone Spin, right after that, going 18-2-16. Going the KDA of 13.0. Highest skill participation goes to Sino, followed by... Tricks Tank and Cuba Fred. Sino had 82%, while the others had 80%. God stats. The most picked God was set. He went, he got picked five times. He won four of those times. On her was picked five times. Only one got one win, though. And then Zhang Kui, the multiple role mage. Picked four times, two wins, so just 50% there. Most banned gods, Geb, banned every single game. Erlon Chin banned every single game. Thor banned all but one game, and he won that game. Moving on to week two, the we had four games this week. Uh, the first set was E-United taking on SK, and that was a 
very interesting battle. And at the end of the day, it's going to be United who takes the three, one, and the set. Followed that by Rival and Dignitas. This used to be a fierce matchup back when Rival and Dignitas were both fully EU teams in prior seasons, the last couple of seasons. Now, both teams have a mix of European and American players, but it's still the same thing. Rival looks fantastic. Dignitas does as well. Very high performance out of Final K, and both sets he played in this week. Just got to give him a shout out because he's such a good player. It's insane to watch him play that solo lane with multiple different gods and just still have so much success. But 3-1 for Rival there. And then nothing different because the start of Friday, Rival 3-1 PK. A couple games were close. Uh, Rival just shoots shoots him down. Then the last set of the week, SK trying to avenge themselves from Thursday against the United. They're going to play Obey in this game, who just picked up the Trifecta roster. Those who don't know, Shook is now the owner of Obey as well as Trifecta, and got Obey back into the smite scene. And speaking of this Obey roster, they did drop Ionic, they did pick up Mineral, and they did look a lot better to initially than what they did the previous split, but they still got some work to do. That said, we saw some fun picks out of Weekend of the Jungle. Uh, we saw Terra in the first game, and Geb in the second game. And I thought that, you know, maybe Captain Twig would be the guy to initially bring that out, but hasn't quite done it yet. Either way, 3-0 for SK. All right, now to the game section with a few stats here. The shortest game was Rival Dig in game four, 21 and 13. Remember, that was a four physical composition um, with a Guardian, I believe it was. I think it was Fafnir, if I remember correctly, because Mike was trolling and missed three hammers. The longest game was... 52 minutes and 42 seconds. That was game four of PK and Rival. Deadliest game, PK and Rival. That same game four, 52 kills. And game four of Rival and Dignitas had the least amount of kills. Considered the mildest game at 21 total kills. And moving on finally to player and god stats. The player with the highest KDA ball, right? He's right there. 6.4, 50, 11, and 41. He got to have an amazing Hebo game, and the last game he played, I think it was 12-1. and 1. He played absolutely insane, but Panicat played pretty well to be second on the KDA charts. 42-16-44, and then Benji of United going to be 3.8-17, and 35 High school participation was Ice Ice Baby at 59%, Moz Wall at 81.8%, and... Variety, 81.3%, so very close between those three players. Far as the god sets go, the most picked god was set, picked nine times, banned six times. He won five of them, so 100% participation this day. King Arthur was banned four times, picked nine times, only had four wins, so below 50% on the win ratio. AMC picked nine times, only had two wins, so maybe we saw good enough nerfs to keep him out of the meta. But we shall see how that goes. Uh, the most banned god, Kronos, every single game. Isis got banned 13 times, picked twice, 50% win ratio. Zonkui banned 10 times, picked 4 times, won 2 of those games, just like Thursday. The most wins were on Athena, who had 100% ratio with 4 out of 4. Hunbots, 3 out of 4. And Hebo, also 3 out of 4. And that's it for this week, guys. See you next. All right. Well, let's move on to this week's 
session of progression where we're gonna break it on down for Baron Somdi. A lot of comparisons. We grab some brew. Yep. Well, Dano, what kind take of lore you got there, Yuki? Oh, that's right. I got to do lore. Fuck yeah. Oh, wow. I'm here. I was wow. like, wait, why am I not ready? I and didn't I forget. Like, oh. And you did. Jesus. Jeez. So, <laughs> what kind of shit show are we You running? see what I got to put up with out here, folks? I don't know. So, Baron Somdi is a god from the voodoo pantheon. Um, and that is a lot in the Creole South here in the U.S., um, but also it comes over from uh, South Africa a lot as well. So that's kind of the basis. It, it changed a bit uh, into what Baron Somdi is for us here in the States. Um, but he is the master of the dead in voodoo. He occupies a popular place as a guardian of cemeteries, which the coffin, I mean, I think that, like we'll get into it, but his his kit versus lore is like spot on. Um, which is really great. He's also responsible for the transportation of spirits to the underworld. And I lost my place. So he's often portrayed as kind of like wacky. If that makes any sense. Like he's kind of like over the top. You know, he's always depicted with that top hat. He gets depicted as the guy who does a jumping like 360 splits is portrayed as wacky. I know. Um, one thing we didn't get in the kit is that he's literally black Jim Carrey from the mask. Like, yeah, that guy (laughs) wonky. Yeah. Dude, when's the mask skin coming out? Like, seriously. Right. Um, he's often uh, portrayed with, um, half of his face painted white and half of his face painted black, kind of going with that, you know, dead and healing thing. So he's, uh, it's pretty, pretty person. Yeah. He's pretty well on point and for the game. Um, he he plays a big role. He's part of the uh, Gwade family, and it's a one of the families of Loa. It's really tied in with the the worship and religion and ancestor worship in Voodoo. Hoodoo, Hoodoo, Hoodoo that Voodoo that they do so well. That's Dan with the abilities. Yeah, Hoodoo. That oh, voodoo, you bitch. like that? All right. His passive and my favorite part about having Baron on my team. Baron shares Baron's Brew, a powerful restorative chalice, with his allies from the item shop. Oh, the passive's called Hysteria, by the way, but the first part's about Baron's Brew. Uh, Enemies hit by Baron will have Hysteria applied to them. Baron's abilities interact with Hysteria to provide bonus effects. Targets at max Hysteria take 20% additional damage from Baron, because that's fair. Uh, Stacks up to 70. Applies two stacks per basic. and each ability also has a unique amount. Um, Baron Somdi's first ability, Vivid Gaze. Baron Somdi animates two skulls, both which briefly warm up before firing two beams of voodoo magic that damages enemies. The beams cross over wherever Baron Somdi was aiming. Enemies hit by both beams take 15% damage on the second hit. If the enemy god is above 30 hysteria, their physical power, magical power, and attack speed are reduced. The damage is 60 to 240 plus 60% of your magical power. The power reduction is 30%. The attack speed reduction is also 30%. The hysteria per hit is 10 for a max of 20. The range is 60. The cooldown is 9 seconds. And the cost is 55 to 75 mana. His second ability, Consigned Spirits. Baron Somdi guides restless spirits to the ground and buries them. 
After a brief delay, the ground erupts, damaging enemies standing in the area. If an enemy god is hit, friendly spirits fly from the area and heal allies near the explosion or by Baron Sami. If the enemy god hit is above 30 hysteria, the friendly spirit cleanses any slow ally slow effects and increases their movement speed. The damage is 70 to 290 plus 70% of your magical power. The flat heal is 40 to 140 plus 10%. The missing health percentage heal is 10%. The increase in movement speed is 25%. The hysteria per hit is 20. The cooldown is 15 to 11 seconds, and the cost is 60 mana at all ranks. His third ability, Wrap It Up. Uh, Baron Zombie throws his snake forward, wrapping enemy god, any enemy god hit and dealing damage every 0.5 seconds for 2.5 seconds and applying a ramp to root. Uh, if a god is hit above 30 hysteria, the snake will also lash out at nearby enemy gods who stand too close after one second. Enemies hit by this are injected with venom that ramp to root and deals the full damage over time immediately. This applies up to 40 hysteria total and deals a total of 50 to 210 plus 25% of your magical power. The damage per tick in the breakdown is 10 to 42 plus 5%. The slow duration is 1.75 seconds and then you are rooted for 0.75 seconds. The hysteria per hit is 5, the range is 60, the cooldown is 14 seconds and the cost is 60 scaling to 80. And then the ultimate Zuck, his fucking ultimate, oh god. Life of the party. (laughs) Baron Samdi pulls the souls of the living towards his coffin, becoming CC immune and taking 35% reduced damage. Enemy gods within range are pulled towards the coffin and take damage every 0.33 seconds. When an enemy god gets too close to the coffin, their soul is ripped out, causing them to be stunned, take a large amount of damage based on their total health, and gain max hysteria. This ability persists for 3.5 seconds or until an enemy god is pulled to the coffin. If targets being pulled are above 30 hysteria, the pull strength is increased. Uh, this applies up to 50 hysteria, and Baron Somdi suffers a 60% movement speed slow for the duration. The damage per tick is 17 to 45 plus 6% of your magical power. The damage on hit is 100 to 380 plus 50% of your magical power. <clears throat> the total health damage is 10%. The stun is a a one and a half second stun, five hysteria per hit. The range is 60, the cooldown is 90 seconds, and the cost is 70 to 90 mana. This guy. This guy. Talk about bloated ass fucking kid. Yeah, that was a lot of of reading right there. Because there's a lot to every single ability. Yeah. It's a good thing Dan's been brushing up on uh, his LeVar Burton Reads podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely like like what cc doesn't he have like a disarm <laughs> yeah you're right careful. Uh, he's just rough man like you could be a because of his percentage damage increases on like fucking everything or yeah. percentage swings in a different way like power and attack speed like he could be so impossible to fucking kill sometimes and man, it's the t- most tilting thing when a Baron goes from one HP to half, and then you're dead. See, oh, and he, by the way, he, he probably reminds me a lot tank. of an Ardio, where yes. yeah. I'm like, okay, this, this whole bunch of bloated abilities, they're gonna change this aspect and this aspect, and then they didn't, and they changed <laughs> everything else. Like, 
I didn't expect them to not want to touch Baron's heel. And I expected them to like, okay, he's a mage. Just make sure he still does some damage. And they nerfed the damage and left all the other bullshit. It's like, oh. Well, yeah, I didn't. The heel is I kind of expected huge. like you to tweak the heel, and I mean, granted, they did. They've tweaked everything, but yeah, I, I kind of expected like <laughs> the attack speed to be removed, the power decrease to be removed. Like, why is that Wait, need is on something? your wave clear that already gets fifteen percent more damage if you hit with both? Like, just make me reward me by doing that. Like that works. Yeah, like his his one, they could just drop. All of the fucking shit on his one, and it's still a good ability. And then give it some more damage back, because its damage is pretty bad right now. Yeah. But it's just... I don't get it. The attack speed slow is fucking weird. It always feels bad, too. (laughs) Because, like, you're like, he hit me with his his one. Well, it's got a, what, nine-second cooldown, right? And the... it. How long does the uh, slow last? Does it say? Uh, it's probably like a uh, second or two at least. So like, you know, 40% cooldown, it's now at like six or seven seconds maybe. Then he's got Kronos. So you're almost literally always like at a disadvantage when you're fighting Baron because he's using one ability or another that just swung it in his direction. I think and the power shred is really huge. annoying. The power, the really power shred is huge. This is how come Baron yeah. support and tanky Baron is a thing. This is why you want cooldown, yeah. Baron. The, like, I mean, I get it. I, I like... Don't, it's, again, like the RDO one. RDO, I don't like what they did with her, because I expected them to remove a lot of the extra bullshit she had and leave her as a a tank that can heal up a lot, whereas now she can't really heal that much. Not like she used to. Yeah, but they definitely. left all the other bloated mm-hmm. shit in her kit, and I didn't like all that. But with Baron... right. I still like what they do because I play. I like healers and I play a lot of healers and I like the utility mages, so it works for me. But I, again, just it's awkward. But yeah, you you want to get them a lot of cooldown so you can spam his abilities, so you can keep that yeah, the double heal. Yeah, the the heal, the the root, the power shred, the movement speed. The from slow the heal, cleanse the, that's huge. That's, Cleansing slows is huge. Mm-hmm. And movement speed buff, yeah. Like and it's basically can, a free sprint. Yeah, literally. and three and three and a half seconds of thirty five percent damage reduction. Yeah. Oh my god, Baron with the freaking Pridwin. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was. That's exactly what I was sitting here thinking. I'm like, you know, I need to revisit him as a tank. Yeah. Yeah, oh. the, the Pridwin would be really good because. You get that shield to survive your ult, and then once you give them the good old suck and pull them in all the way, they take all that damage, and then you're going to yeah. explode yeah. your shield right after that. And yeah. if you if if you have a lot of cooldown or you didn't use it, your snake's up, so then you just stick them right there and V-E-L, V-E-L as they uh, explode from all your Pridwin proc. Yeah. Saying, hopefully then, you didn't use it, though. Yeah. So how do you like to uh, build your Baron here, Fro? I... Uh, assault main, by the way, throw that out. So I usually go bruiser. Um, I, I either start, there's a few builds I do on the Baron, depending on the team. Uh, you got your Lotus Crown Specialist Blessing, so you can just spam your abilities and not worry about cooldown. Uh, you get your 
that makes your heal super impactful, but on the same hand, it literally kind of turns you into one trick. If you can't hit your heal too consistently, you're not getting your Lotus Crown procs, and you're not getting all the other bonus from that, so it kind of sucks in that aspect. Or I like to go a uh, Pythagorean's Peace into like Mage's Blessing, Attacker's Blessing, something like that. Um... Pythags is an underrated item. Very underrated. Dude, we, we uh, over on uh, Battlegrounds of Gods there, we we actually had a section where we did underrated items, and Pythagoras' piece was number one underrated item. Yeah, oh, yeah, honestly, I've always wondered why nobody picked it up, but then I was like, well, I'm not going to pick it up because nobody else picks it up. Do you know, it's, as it's a, single, a, t- a single lifesteal item, it gives the most lifesteal? Yes. It's awkward. It's it's like it's not that it's bad. It's just a little. It, it feels awkward. Well, we, this is one thing we brought up about it too. It's it's not meant for you to frag. You pick it up so your person next to you frags. Because there's better power options. Like there's way better yeah. power option. It only gives like seventy. But the fact that you're turning around and kicking thirty to the mage sitting next to you, if you're building like support baron and you pick this up, or the fact that you just gave yeah. him thirty power, that's pretty. That's pretty impactful. Well, thirty power to everybody bolts 20 i think on your physicals but blah 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 but anyways another one i like on him which is fun is uh i like to go a little zoomy granted they're nerfing they're nerfing this so i don't know if any of it's really relevant anymore but it's still kind (laughs) of sad face i uh pick up your boots and your specialist blessing right off the get-go go right into shaman's ring although i don't think that's going to be possible anymore because they're removing that yeah uh and then i go into your uh shield regrowth uh, because you get the movement speed from your heel then you get the shield regrowth proc and then bumbas but i think bumbas and shamans are off that now and you're just sticking to your specialist blessing boots and uh uh shield regrowth but for other game modes i would definitely He's a he's a he's a start boots kind of guy. You want that movement speed just because he gets called out so easily. And then usually I go into either like a some good power spike item like a Bancroft's Talon or um an early Soul Reaver. Although sometimes it depends. That's that's a situational one. But rushing a Divine right. Ruin or Spear of Magus feels really Magus. really good on him. He loves his Magus because he. What is it? All but one of his abilities have multiple instances of damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even the laser counts as two instances of damage. So you get two procs yep. there. The snake will shred them fully. Your suck will shred them fully. Uh, but on the same hand, that's also why he spreads divine really well. ISO is really good on him, but don't build that early. Uh, he's just very flexible. Okay. There's a lot. It just depends where you want to take your Baron. But I definitely suggest you go a bruisery build with him. Yeah. Yeah, before the movement speed nerf on his ult, you could even play him in the jungle. Yeah. You really could. <laughs> jungle Baron was a thing. You just you get all the movement speed, you get your bumbas and all that, you hit your two to get really zoomy, and then you just alt them. I it, yep. I I remember ulting or sprint ulting some ulting. poor bastard. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. One of my one of my favorite dick moves was instead of actually going into the lane as Baron Jungle. You would just, as they're running away or trying to hide under their tower, you just suck them against the wall and hold them there. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and then your teammate just drills them while they're just stuck against a wall. <laughs> yeah. 
Because the ult goes through walls for no good reason. I do find that a little odd. Just, it is just really weird, right? Thematically, I find it odd, but on the same hand, it makes a lot of sense because coding-wise, because you can spin it and turn it and all that, that'd be such a pain if it got stopped on every wall. And, uh, and the targeters, it would be so awkward. Think about that, is if you're trying to like dodge it, and you're yeah. like, someone throws up like a Ymir wall, and there's just only a little bit of it, and are you in the right spot, are you in it or not, and they'd have to like well, literally... Because it either the wall would have to stop all of it or none of it. Yeah. Coding and, wise. And my answer and, and my combined answer for that is Opwatch, Ult, Ymir Wall, and Hotchmuddle. Yeah, but those have <laughs> instant damage, right. Yeah, well, an yeah. It's or a an instance different. of damage. And because yeah. Opwatch Alt is like ghosts for one that's supposed to be like traveling through the ground. Whereas this is yeah. like one focal point that's supposed to be sucking things in. That's almost like thematically it doesn't make sense. Gameplay-wise, perfectly makes sense, and I love it. I guess you, you could argue for the thematically, he's pulling your soul, and your soul can't hide behind walls. I guess, yeah, technically it is pulling your soul <laughs> and not doing a tornado thing. So, yeah, there you go. You just solved it yeah, for me. That makes, makes sense. great. I love yeah. it. That makes sense. There we go. Nail no, Aaron explained. Right. Moving on. Aaron Alt explained. <laughs> Counterplaying him is... Uh, He's he's really good. He can be counterplayed. I still think his ult's a little hard to counterplay. Um, but the rest of his kit, um, it is a ramp to root for his three. So you can beads it, and you'll beads the entire CC effect. Um, you can still dash when you're rooted, so you can dash out of like typically you get rooted followed by the heal. So you can dash out of that. His one, you just want to juke to the side, going back and forth. It's like with Giannis. Um, it doesn't help too much. But his ult, his ult is still such a pain in the ass. It is. Yeah. But you want to save your, if you're going to beads it, you don't want to beads it early. You beads it late. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I guess it's not so bad now, because it used to be you couldn't get away with dashes before the movement speed reduction. Right. Now you can kind of leap out of it no matter where you're at and be pretty safe as long as you, you know, do it right timing. Yeah. Um, I've noticed myself, like, I barely ever get hit by the Baron ult now, because, like, I just know what to do. But, you I know, think a lot of that had to do with that player. movement speed nerf that it yeah. was one of them quality or feel type nerfs that a lot of people, like, yeah. you, you d didn't seem like it was a big thing until it's gone. It was huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think they should give a little bit of the move. I think 60% is a little extreme. Because um, he, like, after that, he kind of just disappeared. Mm, I don't know, man. That. I'm all right with it being like you sh you sh with how impactful this can be. I'm all right with you, and you can aim it and re-aim it. I'm all right with people not being able to move around that much. Like you chose yeah. to fight and like there. being able to literally just control five people to the point that they can't move their own character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, it's it's reasonable, but like also you know playing a lot of Baron, it's like like give me like ten percent back, five percent. Five percent. Five percent. One percent. I'll bang. Give you movement speed in your all if you take here, it off buddy. your heel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? You already um, got one. You don't need another. Yeah. Um. And also, big thing with counterplaying him. Um. You can dash towards him, towards the side of him, and if he doesn't turn fast enough, you can get out of the old. Uh. But That's you kind of want to punish probably him really. Probably a better idea most of the time, too. By the way. Yeah. Yeah, he he doesn't have an escape. His escape is to blow you up. Uh, other than his insane slow slash speed buff, so you do want to you you he's 
he's still pretty gankable. Um, you definitely want to get him. If his ult's down, you absolutely want to look to gank him because he won't have the ult for the protection reduction, and you can blow him up pretty easy that way. Yeah, the lack of escape can definitely uh, be his demise often. So Yeah, but it also means that he could... The, the only problem with that is he can dance around in circles for two hours while he just hits his two and continues to... Yeah. And oh, that's why we're I buffing that kind of Bumbus, or nerfing Bumbus. Thank yeah. God for that. That's why we're nerfing all of the movement speed. Yeah, we'll get to that next, next week. Yep. Yes. But, um... I will say, I, we got a lot of talk about that. Lots and lots of Olympian feedback about movement speed, like, over the past yeah. year. Lots of it. Oh, yeah. We When we recently had a game where we had a, a, a Nemesis build, like, three movement, uh, like three movement speed items and it's like we literally can't even right now like yeah just, nobody can with catch a double her. dash and those three movement items like i watched yuki and he would cc her once she'd dash out of it he'd try to cc her again and she'd be too far away it wouldn't matter and one of our carries was magically dead <laughs> yeah and we're it like was, oh okay. well, she was magically delicious it was really frustrating she was a really good nem too yeah so as the uh most important question of every podcast Favorite skin? <sighs> That's a tough one, because he, he doesn't have a lot, and all of them are pretty decent. Yeah, they're all pretty good. But Except for Illuminator. Illuminator's ugly. The Illuminator is ugly itself, but the abilities will sell that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like the Golden Touch. It's just kind of got that classy look to which it. Which one's Golden Touch? Is that literally just his golden one? That's the, the white, white skin the white, you got the white one. Kind of oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. I like that one. That one's all right. I like Count, honestly. I think it's like a cool different take on him. I know it's not as Baron-esque as Baron usually is, but like, I like that one. I don't know. I like the the special ability or the special emote for the, uh, the radioactive one. Yeah. 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 Just sailing around on my coffin. Right. But I would have to say this guy, He for me, default. They nailed the default so well. It's the default's just, really it's good. It's just really, yeah. really, really good. There's some gods yeah. that yeah, like, you can't really that, top their honestly. default skin, and this is definitely one of them. It's a lot of Baron. God, he's got a lot of fucking shit in his kit. <laughs> I feel really like I'm does. still talking. So I feel bloated. like I'm still reading, honestly. like I feel like I should still be reading with how bloated he is. Come back next week for Baron uh, Part 2. Part 2, <laughs> where we just talk about the fact that his three can CC the entire team. And deal and his, a shitload of damage to the entire team. And his two has an entirely fucking enormous range of healing. Oh god, it can hit people that are like a mile away at the end of its range and at, beside Baron. I am just glad that he is now a healer in Assault. Yeah. Yes. I, I personally hard disagreed with him being a healer in Assault. And I even, like, I still am not a big fan of it. But it is something right. I did push for in the Olympian there because there was a lot of people who wanted that. Yeah, like it just, may not be the best, but he can do it. The right. thing about Baron is, and I saw it in like you guys' stats that you showed and everything, uh, or high res stats, whatever. I don't remember who did it, but uh, I mean that's what we I remember about when it was ones, a so yeah, yeah, it was like a big. To, when it was still a big thing that everyone was talking about, Baron was at like this low end of healing, and I'm like, how? Every Baron in my game heals for like 20k, and you're saying he heals for 7k average a game? 
And I'm like, Average. how? <laughs> Average. Right, right. But it's like, you know, I'm seeing these barons that are healing for massive amounts. And I'm like, how is this not a healer? Well, and I we mean, don't that's, even have anybody if, that heals, you know? A lot of that has to do with two people will still just level the one instead of leveling right. the the heal. That makes a big yeah. difference. Makes yeah. a big difference. It's like when you see cupids that only heal for like 400, you're like, how is that even possible? And then every time I play cupid, I at least pull out like 6k healing. Because in assault, yeah. I level my right. heart bombs. Yeah, Dude. when you look at those statistics, if you look at it for, it was, you're looking at it for just assault. Like, those? And, well, yeah, because I, they, yeah. It, yeah. Um, and like, it's one of the, like out like I would not I would never consider him a healer in any other game mode. Um, but with the assault map being so narrow and so clustered ninety percent of the time, in that game mode, hitting his like if you miss every other heal, you're you're still hitting it quite a bit. And it and it's not even it's not even necessarily because the the whole the whole argument really breaks down to is it's is it's a conditional versus a non an unconditional heal. And the push for it is, is one, is it's a lot easier to hit an assault. And two, it's how much it actually heals. That's like the actually one. three. Well, it was also on the old map, too. So it didn't have the extra space. Right. Right. When they did make that This change. map, I'm not sure it would be as bad comparatively. It's, but It's still pretty bad. I mean, it's still a pretty small map. And it's the... There is a lot to it, and especially on the assault map, that that heal is really, really good for. Yeah, because I mean, you can heal your entire team from dead easily. to fifty percent pretty easily. Yeah, easily. You got two people diving them, and the three sitting back, and you still get your heal off on your whole team. It's it's pretty yeah. reliable. But also, yeah. I will say that a lot of time when I made that stance about how we shouldn't be a healer, I was fucking expecting them to fucking nerf the heal. What the fuck? Why didn't that happen? <laughs> yeah, Why did that never happen? Like <laughs> the the ten percent is just obscene. I'm sitting here like, no, nah, he doesn't need to be a healer. It's fine. Instead, they just need to, you know, take a look at it and and tweak it a little bit. Meanwhile, they didn't touch the the percentile health heal for like barely at all and or the fair, heal with at that all. Perspective- and I'm like, oh yeah. well, okay, well. It's to be fair with that perspective, I wish they would have just nerfed it. the heal. Yeah, I wish they would have just nerfed the heal. Like, yeah. if that perspective was taken, that would have been even better for me because you know, during that time, he was the most broken thing in conquest ever because he just healed everybody for full. See, I You're liked Damage Baron because I played him. I got him to Diamond when he came out. Right? Sorry, I know y'all mm-hmm. hate me now, yeah. but I got him Diamond when he came <laughs> out, and. I loved Damage Baron, but yeah, he, he. It's a good thing I like healers, or I wouldn't find current Baron nearly as fun. Yeah, right. and there's also the thing is like the other the other big thing with his heal <laughs> is it's an instant heal. There's no heal over time. It's you yep. land it, people healed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a one and a half second, maybe at the longest travel time if you're far away from the impact of the heal, but still, it's like. Boom, heal. It's not like a hell three where it's like, okay, I hit everybody on my team, they get a couple ticks. Hell one, on the other hand, where it's an instant heal, it's a major skill shot. It's like a super thin line and you have to hit it. Baron heal. Baron heal is a skill shot. Oh yeah, it is. For sure. (laughs) Technically, technically it's just a circle on the ground. But, you know, with his CC and with his uh, uh, wideness of his circles... It is way more confirmable than a hell one, per se. And, like, the instant heal is pretty huge. 
Right. Yeah. Like it, because if if it were a heal over time, you could still potentially you know pop somebody before they gain the health back. But when they just heal up, and you're like, well, this is unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I just hard I expected them to. A lot of the bloated stuff to the ability, all the fancy little doodads they added, like the movement speed. I expected that to be looked at a lot harder. The the slow immunity, I expected that to disappear. Like, yeah. if, if you weren't going to nerf the movement speed down quite a bit, I expected that the slow immunity to disappear. One, one yeah, or the other. Can, yeah. The yeah, he can run the, the percentile heal and the flat heal. I expected one of the two to get nerfed to the ground and then... Or the other to disappear. Neither of that really happened. Yeah. He's a really good guy. You guys should give him a shot. Yeah, he's yeah. fucking awesome. And he's he's very versatile, too. I mean, that's, that's what I've enjoyed about him, but I don't own him now because I'm on PC. You know, <laughs> for whatever reason, you saying that just made, made it dawn on me. Ass claps. That was the other item I was trying to think in the movement speed Baron yes. build. Yeah. There mm -hmm. we go. Mm -hmm. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you. You said yeah. versatile. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you can go healer and out. build ass claps. And yeah, yeah, there we go. Back when you could just make him chug down middle lane at a thousand miles an hour. He still yeah. can. <laughs> He's yeah, he still can. Right. Well, folks, we're about at that time. So, Fro, um, why don't you uh, let people know, uh, you know, how they can get a hold of you? And, you know, uh, give some shout outs to your own podcast and so forth, and where they can look that up and, you know, all the good stuff. Wait, for us, a podcast? Uh, yeah, I do. Every I once in a so. while. <laughs> all right, so this is a bit of a list here. You can find <laughs> me at fro underscore double underscore G on Twitter, Discord, Reddit. Um, There's one more, but I'm forgetting it. That's where you can find me there. Oh, PSN on PlayStation. If you want to group up and play, chit chat. That's where you can find me. Uh, I am on the Xbox as DepVea1771EST. Uh, very convoluted. It's posted on my Twitter. You can check it out. Uh, if you want to hear more of me ranting away on a fellow Smite podcast, you can find me on Battleground of the Gods. Uh, same, same places pretty much, so you'll be able to find Split Push, I imagine, here. I listen on SoundCloud. I don't know where else you guys yeah. are on. Uh, 8,000 platforms. Depending yeah, on which I know. We, we got, like, we're working on our iTunes because we had problems with our RSS feed. But yeah. We're on Spotify. I mean, we handle all that shit. SoundCloud and Acast, Podcast Republic, Podbean, blah, 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 blah. Just hit up. Look yeah. up Battleground of the Gods. You can find us there. You're on YouTube now too, right? Yes, we're back to YouTube. We, uh, we lost a co-host not too long ago. He had some IRL stuff happen and then... He just decided that, you know, he's kind of getting out of smite, getting a little bored. Uh, unfortunately, that was one of our editors and the one in charge of most of our social accounts and the posting <laughs> the YouTube. So our RSS feed got really then. screwed up, but we're getting it all back in line now. We're slowly getting back on YouTube. Depp, one of my co-hosts, is about every other day been posting one of our backlog episodes. We're down about awesome. eight. Eight more or six more, I think, until we're fully caught up. So within the next week or two, There's, we still got some of our earlier episodes that aren't on there. But we well, don't—they were pretty shitty. Anyway. Yeah, we we don't have any of our <laughs> earlier episodes because we did a partnership with NCS Music uh, to get our outros mm -hmm. each week. 
Right. Mm. And everything before that, A, NCS didn't really want us to use, which is understandable. And B, we would never be able to monetize because we used to use for our outros uh, different songs like we would do, like mm-hmm. popular yep. songs that we don't own the rights to, but we weren't collecting money on any of that stuff. But as we progress and attempt to make a little money off this YouTube stuff to pay for some back-end stuff. You know, you guys know how that goes. <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to pay for the money I hemorrhage every month? Yes, that stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good old Yuki Daddy. Yep. Ryu say Daddy. That's what I call him. I'm looking at this pretty keyboard, this pretty mouse, <laughs> my headset. <laughs> you know, my, my carry can't be missing keys because his keyboard doesn't have anti-ghosting. Oh my god. Bro, oh, okay. I had a you, you ever hear the no expression F in the chat, right? Yep. I it kills me because I look at my keyboard and I'm missing one key and it's the F key. <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, but I can't. I can't F in the chat. Your F's your F's busy already being in the chat. We're dropping them for you trying to pick one up. Try and pick one up. Right. No, um oh, shit. But yeah, my old keyboard, if I was moving into like if I was hitting W and A to move, I couldn't hit a relic. It would not work. Like, it would just not go off, ever. So I would die constantly, because my beads would go off, but not my ages, because it would be too many keys. Rip. Good times. Poor Dan. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. All well, Yuki, how about yourself? You can find me on Twitter at Yuki, and you can find me on our computer, because I can't talk tonight. You can find me on a computer at Gaming 22 Just, uh... You know, swing it, say hi, whatever. We picked up some friends playing today. I don't know if you got any friend requests, Dan, but I got a couple, and I was like, sure, why not? Yeah, I got a couple friend requests recently. I got one today, and I don't know who it was, so I'm going to look at my history and see if they were a <laughs> jerk or not first. Well, that, w- that would definitely make sense, Dan. Definitely look at that. People like to BM me, bro. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I am always the one that gets told to kill himself every game. And it's like, why me? Pick on someone else. He has more deaths than me. Pick on him. <laughs> we're gonna get a hold of you dano all right you can find me on the crossplay continent at dirt nap dan no spaces no x's no funky shit good name on playstation you won't find me sorry um and on you can find us all on the official split push twitter at split push podcast with no a where's your twitter dan yeah <laughs> dude mm-hmm. whatever i'll make one i just hate twitter like, You'll get there. Our Twitter guy hates Twitter. <laughs> Everyone's on the official Twitter, so it's okay. Yep. yep. But I hate right. Twitter. Well, don't forget there's also Guy and Beagle out there. You know, listen to an episode they're on. They'll tell you their shit. I don't have it memorized. Beagle Girl, you know, and some numbers. Guy Smitey, blah, blah, blah. Yak and Schmacky. <laughs> guy all potty mouth. Guy yeah. all potty mouth. As for myself, good old Dirtnap's dad, I am fully on PC now, so it's just Dirtnap's dad, with a capital I. Oh, you that don't play on PS4 at all either? I haven't since I made the Switch. <laughs> just, I I paddled across the ocean, and since everybody left before me, I had to paddle by myself, and I'm like, I ain't going back. That was too much work. So, uh, now I'm still Dirt underscore Naps underscore dad on Twitter, and that is what I am on PlayStation if I ever visit the islands for good old time's sake i don't know but um yeah the only other thing i got to say is hey when it comes to dirt naps you gotta give them before you take them and when all else fails Split Split push. Push.